Hello, move your house. <laughs> what? Hello, move your house. Hello. Hey, um, nothing says December and Christmas time like a good stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Ghoultide greetings. I'm I'm stoked because I love murderous Christmas movies. Well, hey, hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Scott. And I'm Joe. And we're just another movie night, and this is Talking Trash. Talking Trash. Talking Trash indeed, December style. Fa la 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 la. That's my contribution <laughs> I to <love> Christmas. It. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> we are doing december movies we're doing movies around the holiday that we celebrate look we know this holiday there's other holidays that other people celebrate but we celebrate christmas and we think it's fun to watch crazy bad movies during christmas time oh my god christmas trash is the best kind of trash it's so good but we're spitballing here because what we do on talking trash is we watch movies that we have never seen before we try to share with you the movies that we've never seen it, while asking the question that we always ask on the show, is this a bad movie? And if not, what is the worst movie ever made? And today we are discussing a movie by Shudder Entertainment, which we didn't know about. <laughs> if this is on the app, I'm It's gonna not, like... it's not. Okay. But it, by the time this comes out, it might be. Yeah, it might be on the app. Uh, we uh, are talking about the insanely not- advertised at all movie called it's a wonderful knife it's just the title right there just is amazing of course that intrigued us where did this movie come from how did you find out about this i don't know how i heard you know i think i i saw somebody post about it on on instagram and i was like what is this yeah, this the, is something that's right up my alley. It's like, but it looks it looks fake. Like it looked like um. That's exactly you know, right. Like, like a fake thing, and I was like, wait, this is this real? Which really pisses me off because how do they not advertise this thing? Because the this look, the advertising for this movie could have been outstanding. Yeah, they could have made it look like a fake, like uh, Hallmark movie. The trailer, all the staples, and then just have like a bunch of blood and murder. Out of the out of the blue, that would have been amazing. They could have done so many things, and I I don't know if they even did. I have never seen one trailer for this film. No, me either. I, I I'm pretty sure I learned about this on Instagram because you know I follow a lot of horror people, and uh, shout out to the horror community. Yeah, it popped up that it existed when I looked at my. We go to a Regal movie theater, and uh, I use the Regal app because we go and see movies for free. We pay for the uh, Regal Pass. And so this movie popped up and I saw the, the poster and I said, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> and I'm like, that is so funny. And I just figured it was going to be a Fathom event, which is uh, Fathom puts out movies that big studios don't pick up. 
and they put the movie as like a limited release on in the on big screen, mm-hmm. kind of helping out indie directors, yeah. which is really which cool. Is cool. But the charge for Fathom Events is insane. It really is. Like it should be included with Regal Unlimited. I think it, it, even if it isn't, like it's just it's almost like almost twenty dollars a ticket half the time for a Fathom event. It's a lot, and I think that's absurd because the indie people can't really get. You know, when people when people see that price, they're not going to go to the movie. But I know they they do make money on events like uh, anime. Mm-hmm. So I thought this movie was going to be a Fathom event. Okay. Well, and, yeah, we paid for Rift Tracks many, many, many times. Yes. And, they, and they that was charge. insane prices. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was definitely going to be a Fathom event. I said, there's no way in hell this is a real movie. <laughs> like, there's no way in hell that this is not like, <laughs> like, even Rob Zombie's movies can't get released. He has to put them out through Fathom events most of the time, you know? So how this movie got big screen release is blowing my mind. I mean, it's weird, too, because, like, I, I didn't even think that this is, like, a real thing until 20 minutes in. And then, like, I think I saw, because I saw Justin Long, and I was like, oh, yeah. my God, what are they doing to him? <laughs> he looks so funny well, in this. Well, uh, if we're going to get into it, like, I just want everybody to know, we spoil movies. We're going to talk about the plot here, okay? And so, if you haven't seen it, I don't know. Look, if you haven't seen it, just warning. We're going to talk about the whole movie. Yeah, we're going to spoil it. I don't really think it matters because I think it the whole movie is very obvious. Um, but it doesn't matter. We got to bullshit about this thing. And yes, you already brought up point number one in my excitement. When the hell did I fall in love with Justin Long? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. It, <laughs> Tusk, I think. No. I think you followed up with him way back before. Barbarian. When we yeah. saw Barbarian, I was laughing my friggin' ass off at every line of dialogue that he delivered. He was such a douche. I'm a persistent dude, right? I'm like, I had a tiger. Yeah. In that movie, he was though. perfect in that, though. And then we watched Tusk not too long ago, and I was blown away with laughter. Howard, I can't feel my legs. Well, that would be the spinal injection you see there. Little recluse sank her fangs into you and filled you with so much poison that your your ankle was the size of an elephant's leg. Oh shit! What kind of elephant? I think you've only begun your love affair with Justin Long in the last year or two. I because we've been watching consecutive movies of his that you've just been like you're I'm enamored. In. You're enamored by him. But yeah, I think the last one was Tusk, and you were just like all about him. I'm gonna hunt this sucker down. I'm gonna hunt every movie this guy's done. If it's a horror movie and he's in it, I'm in it. Because once again, I absolutely loved him in this film. I, I could like, not stop laughing every time he was on scene. I could be I could be wrong, but I feel like he's only made his foray into horror in the last couple of years. Like, I don't recall anything that he was in horror-wise before Barbarian. I could be wrong. I don't really... Yeah, I I've never been, at... like, a major, like, hardcore fan of his, so I never really followed his career Well, much. Tusk actually came up before Barbarian. Uh, well, we I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I knew that, only because we watched it on Bad Movie Night. Yeah, we waited way too long to see that movie. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't want to watch that movie, because I... Just because. Yeah. I'm not going to say why. Well, uh, uh, here it is. I have a newfound love for this actor, the, the movies that he is taking 
And the parts that he is willing to play are kind of fantastic. He is doing some really weird shit. And he's willing to poke fun at himself, which is great. And this movie opens on him. Angel Falls, I give you Christmas. And he's the okay. He's not the main character. He's not the main character. He's the mayor of the town. I think he has just become mayor. Uh, yeah, of this town. I gotta, I gotta explain to you in great detail what he looks like in this movie. It is the creepiest, creepiest shit I have ever seen. They put first of all a hairpiece on him. And it looks like it could be his it hair. It might be his real hair. It's not. You can tell. It's a wig. But then they put these blue as ice, like, dagger eyeballs on him. Where, like, they're so blue. It just doesn't... It's creepy. It's so creepy. But that's not even the worst thing. The eyes are not the worst thing. The worst is his goddamn teeth. Okay? They put these ridiculous oversized dentures in his mouth more like his teeth are just so there's just so many teeth and he's got this spray tan and he just looks like the world's biggest like uh, corporate douche and it, 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 he even wears turtlenecks it just can't get i was worse. gonna say if it they cannot... didn't already nail that this guy's a douchebag they got him in a turtle they put him in the worst fashion accessory of all time the worst fashion decision ever made by another human being. The turtleneck. And it's the sign just, of evil. It is the sign of freaking Satan. Like I can't. He uh, looked so shit. creepy in this. I, I couldn't I just couldn't take my eyes off him, but I also just I I almost wanted to look away because it was that creepy. You're not even talking about his voice. Oh my god. And then he has this voice where like I can't explain this voice. He does fake laughing. It's like a it's so, it's almost like Android-like in the way he laughs and like the way he speaks. It's almost like if you threw water on him, he would short circuit. Like that's how he was, like an Android. It was so creepy. It was just crazy. And when I saw him, I was like, oh man, this is going to be something of a movie. It's going to be something. Hi, I'm Henry Waters. You're safe now. He's not going to get you. Yeah, and I and the movie starts on this guy, and he's doing a, basically a commercial about selling the town and his, like him being mayor, welcome to the town type of commercial. Yeah, and I think the slogan for this character, his slogan as mayor is, "If it's not the best, then fuck the rest." <laughs> is that what it was? I don't think he said fuck. He does. They beep it. <laughs> And it's actually on the sign. They actually beep Doesn't out the F. It says F, and it's like all the... Uh, I didn't even notice. Yes. I didn't if it's notice. not the best, then fuck the rest oh, or something like that. wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and he's doing that voice, and I just I just automatically said, okay, this is going to be fun. I mean, you're going to have to insert a clip, because people have to hear it, this. If I can find clips from this movie, because I like I said, this is an odd one. I mean, I'm guessing that Shudder releases in the theater now shutter definitely needs to release movies in the theater but advertise because they definitely make some good movies that deserve release they really do and they should do better with the advertising and i know they don't have like a whole lot of money like the big ones like you know prime or hbo max and stuff but like they should try there's been some movies recently that definitely needed theater release we watched a movie called influence Mm -hmm. 
we watched um what was it uh i think it's called evil lurks yeah is it when evil lurks or uh, something like no, that no uh evil evil the evil you know the evil like lurks that. or something when yeah. evil lurks or something and that it should have got a theater release. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the good ones we've seen. We've seen, oh, um, oh, uh, Tiger, um, oh, Tigers Are Not Afraid. I'm like, how did this not yeah. get released? Oh, I like that. I like that movie. Uh, there's a couple movies I'm like, that. that is actually a really good flick. Yeah. Well, I wanted to um, just correct myself really quick before we um, move on to the plot and everything. Justin Long was actually in Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> He yes, was in Jeepers Creepers. That is he, true. Yeah, so I stand corrected. That and was he's one of the rare people that actually shows up in the sequels. Yeah, so that he was in two thousand two. Two thousand one. That was that long ago. He was in the Goosebumps movie. Um, That's the did, new one. It's like a show, or is it a movie? Oh, is it a on movie on Disney Plus? I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going. I'm running to watch that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm running to go watch it because it doesn't long now. Hmm. Well, and yeah, he did like a comedy horror House of Darkness. I don't think we saw that. But yeah, he, he has been in horror movies before. So I stand corrected. Yeah. But anyway. Back on track. Back on track. I just wanted to, <laughs> yeah, before, you know, I get in trouble for not doing my research. Oh, oh God. If, and welcome to the show, everybody. We don't do much research. <laughs> Uh, we just talk out of our ass. We're basically just talking out of our ass. Um, yeah. So Shutter, they they have, they have movies that should absolutely be released as full theater experiences, and they, I I think they deserve the money. They seem to be backing a lot of cool projects, mm -hmm. and they are doing some really interesting things. I mean, for God's sakes, I I think I had the guy who owns Shutter, and I cannot remember his name at the moment. I'm mad at myself. He he made a statement. He was like, "Shutter, we not only brought Elviver back, mm -hmm. we also brought Joe Bob Briggs back." You know, he's like naming all these things that they did, and I'm like, you know what? He's right. You know, that's an awesome thing. You know, it really is cool. So, yes, I don't want to see them fail. I want to see them make money. They should be like Blumhouse. They should be releasing interesting movies. Um. And seeing that they pick this one to <laughs> release. I just going to make a really bad joke and say, like Blumhouse, you mean paying $400 million for a property and then destroying it? Okay, well, Blumhouse is not doing so well right now. They're making some mistakes, but they were at they were at the top. When we had seen Blumhouse's name on something, we, we went. Like, it yeah. was just like, we knew we were going to see something special. I'm soured. Yeah, and also that their, their trailer we keep seeing for their new movie looks terrible. Yeah. What is Marco Polo? What's it called again? <laughs> it should be, actually. <laughs> it's just like the night swim. Night swim? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, but I wish it was Stupid. called Marco Polo. Oh, my God. I can't. It, I, I'm trying to think of a pun. It's be bad. I can't. Anyway, let's get back on track here. Sorry. So, yeah. I, I keep deviating us. Um. Yeah, here we are. So basically, this is the movie they released, and what's really crazy is they didn't even release it in December. I know how weird. They didn't. They dropped it in November. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess everyone's getting an early start on everything. I mean, these goobers on Facebook are putting up their freaking Christmas trees, and it's not even December yet. As of this recording, it is not December yet. Well, you, 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 now we, we faked it. We were trying to. I was trying to fake it, but now, yeah. 
We're in November. Did I totally just drop it's the bomb? It's too late already. <laughs> so, yeah, here just we edit are. Just me out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> One other person in the theater. You know, yeah, I and, thought we uh, were going to be alone. We, we actually had a person. I was glad we saw this in the theater, by the way. Like, you know, you were saying, is this on the... We both laughed when we saw Shudder come up. I was like, we said, am holy I, shit, is this on the app right I, like, now? Could really, we have seen this? I know. I was like, can I sit, be sitting on my couch eating my bowl of chili right now? <laughs> but I'm kind of glad I saw it in the theater because there's something about a big screen that just makes me have a lot I more know. fun. I know. I really like the big screen. And also, it stops you from not putting focus. You know, it's so easy to look around. True. and But it does not stop me from eating a whole bag of popcorn like a big badass like but I am. But you're focused on the screen at least and paying attention to yeah, the movie is what I'm saying. I know, but I have I feel like I have to get popcorn every time and that's the problem. My ass is getting too big. Oh, stop. <laughs> so yeah, we're in the movie and Justin Long is the mayor and we're seeing this funny ass commercial and I am instantly in. I'm instantly involved. I'm like this is how you're going to start your movie. With Justin Long doing a character, and the most insane character ever, I'm already in. <laughs> I looked at you and your whole face lit up. I was like, yep. I just started laughing. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. Yeah, I was I was giggling instantly. And so I was kind of like, I was excited. I'm like, oh, are we in for something really special? Like, I don't really know what this is going to be. I have no sense. And that's why I kind of picked it for our first movie of the month. Because... I just figured this is probably going to be an oddity that we have to talk about. Definitely going to be something. I mean, I always like the weird ones in, in, in like a horror movie for Christmas. You can't get more intriguing and fun than that. Yeah. Especially I, in my book. I mean, you know, I freaking love Halloween and I hate Christmas. <laughs> I, like, I actually like Christmas. I, I actually, I like the whole idea of it. I like the lights. I like the family stuff. I like all that weird stuff. I also love watching Muppets Christmas every year, oh, and uh, Emmett Otter, Emmett Otter, and we I, there are certain things you just kind of I can't get enough of, like Christmas Story and a vague and a Christmas Vacation, and I'm always gonna watch these movies. So I get into it, and I really like when I find bad movie oddities. So yeah, I was like, when I saw this, I was like, this is called. Uh, <laughs> it's called it's a wonderful it's a wonderful knife. knife i'm like the pun alone i'm like what is this and i don't know why my mind didn't really believe that this movie would literally be a copy and paste of it's a wonderful life yeah i, I mean it's it was in gonna... the freaking movie title yeah but i didn't i just thought it was gonna be a clever funny pun <laughs> i didn't expect them to do the plot from the movie it was funny i that's the best thing about it is it totally like it, it's like okay how wacky can you possibly take this movie? Like, how can this? How wacky can it get? It, that might be its downfall. Too. All the wacky. Yeah, it, it it's it can't make up its mind. That's the big problem with this film. We'll, we'll get into it as we go along. But yeah, we're, we're we are introduced to our characters right off the right off the bat from the moment after the said Justin Long sets up the town as mm -hmm. the mayor. And I couldn't even tell you the name of the town, but uh, water. What is it? What, no, what? Did, not waterfalls. That's his last name. <laughs> his name is like Henry Waters. Oh my God! Yeah, his name is Waters. Okay, I don't know what I was talking about, but waterfalls for a town sounds nice. Sounds real scenic. <laughs> I like it. So uh, we're introduced to the main family, who is our our lead character, 
who's an actress actually was on Yellow Jackets. We we knew we knew this actress, but we I couldn't tell. I was like, I know this character from I know her from something. I still can't pinpoint her. Yeah, um, her name is Jane Widom. Yep. And uh, her character's name is Winnie. Yeah, she's so cute. Winnie Carruthers. <laughs> the Carruthers family. It's cute. She's cute. I like her. The way that we're introduced to it is they're having a big Christmas tree lighting. And we see Joe McHale, who is the father of Winnie, uh, Mr. Carruthers, uh, the mother. And uh, Joe, by the way, Joe McHale, I don't know if anybody knows. I mean, I know him from the soup and community. But yeah, he's... Which I think most people probably recognize him from community. Yeah. But we grew up, you know, we loved him on the soup. He was funnier then. I don't know if a lot of people remember that awesome on show on E! Entertainment Star Network. Yeah. yeah, He was on Stargirl, yeah. Yeah, I mean, eh, I, I can he's, take him or leave him. I like him. Uh, he's a smarmy guy. He's always done that. Uh, he He's able to do asshole really well. Yeah. He, he does it good. He used to be a football player, and he's a gigantic dude. Yeah, he's big. Uh, yeah, he's playing the father, and... The, the mother, I think we also know her. I think she was in The Man in the High Castle. Um, but, yeah, the mother and the father, and then they have two kids, which is Winnie and her brother. I can't think of, I can't remember the, the brother's name at the moment. Yeah, his name is, uh, oh, God, in the movie? Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, and he's, he's so, they're so cute. They're such a cute family. It's like a whole, it, at first, like, when they're walking through the town, you get the whole idea that this is going to be, like, a Hallmark movie. <laughs> because it's yeah. everything that a Hallmark movie has. Even the town is per perfectly in the middle of mountains. Yeah. And it's all white. It's, it's all snow. Snowy. Everybody's. And they got the little hats on. Yeah, they're a playing the star. Christmas music. Yep. And all the lights are around and all the families walking by with their packages and yeah. they're, you know. And it's just, it looks like a Hallmark movie. And they're like, you know, they're just walking together as a family. And then Justin Long comes up behind them. Well, yeah, they, they left that, that Christmas uh, lighting of the tree. And that they're basically like, oh, you know, he's going to come and get us. Yeah. Every Christmas this happens. And sure as shit, Justin Long pops up with his wife and his brother. His brother? Oh, my God. This guy. Can we talk about this guy? So, first of all, there's no way they're brothers. Okay. The brother is literally six. Three, at least, okay? And he is, like... I can't even describe him. He's, like, handsome, but in a doofy way. But he thinks uh, that interesting. he's... Interesting. It, it's, like, a, a doofy kind of handsome. But he's so in love with himself that he just gets ugly real fast. Um, and he's just, like, the he's just a douche. But the fact that these two are supposed to be related, it doesn't make a bit of sense at all. I actually thought they said son... At mom, I was like, how old is Justin Long supposed to be? Oh, no, but no. then I was like, oh, he's the brother. Yeah. Okay. And he's just hanging out and he's doing FaceTime or, or something. No, he's doing with he his was community. doing oh, the, the... OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that the son Jimmy says, oh, he's on OnlyFans. Yeah, he's like a he's like a mimbo. So he's got like a, a he's doing like a live stream and he's he's like he's got an OnlyFans and this this guy, man, you can just look at him and just be like, oh, this is what's wrong with the universe. This guy right here. He's just such a tool. Um, but so then Justin Long, I, I don't know what the hell does Joel McHale even do in this movie? So uh, what is his job? Is he like a um 
like a banker or something? I think so. He helps run everything. I, I don't know if uh, the mayor has a, what is that, uh, the guy who runs all the money in town and all that? I mean, the, the secretary of the treasury? I don't know. I, well, I don't know. I don't knows? know how that works. But yeah, he works for him. And I guess Justin Long, every Christmas, stops him and gets him to do something on Christmas Eve, every Christmas Eve. And the family's never really with him on Christmas Eve until the last like They don't eat dinner together because he always goes and helps him. He's got some kind of hold over him, and he's his boss. And he also says that he's his best friend. <laughs> and they don't seem like they get along uh, at all. No. Yeah. In fact, when he, he like approached him and his family, he was kind of like, Ugh. Yeah. Well, the family <laughs> just seems to hate Justin Long, of well, course. Well, I mean, if you take one look at him, you'll hate him, too. Yeah. I mean, he just looks like just the worst the worst and you know never judge a book by its cover not saying that i'm just saying they went out of their way the filmmakers to make him look ridiculous yeah. i mean he and looks ridiculous it works really well you already know it's a scumbag you know <laughs> it just looks bad well the reason that justin long has went and got joe McHale, he the reason he got him was because he they gotta go to i guess the man who used to run the town or the man that used to be, like, the big benefactor. He's the rich person in town. Mm -hmm. And instead of, like, It's a Wonderful Life, where the big rich guy is the guy who's, like, abusing everybody in town and doing all this stuff, it's the opposite here. This this guy is basically forcing him to sign over a part of the town to Justin Long. Yep. Right? He's trying to say, like, it's time to move on. And that actress actually played... Which we can't, I cannot believe that this actor, I, I, he's always looked this old. It's so odd to me. He was in X-Files, this guy. Yeah, it was the cancer man or the, you know, the, the one, the, the chain smoking, smoking man. man. They had, he has multiple, a lot of names. Everybody calls him different things on that show. But yeah, that guy has looked like this guy <laughs> through X-Files, which is how long ago? Yeah, it's been a long time. But yeah, he he was in this uh, as, you know, the, the rich old man that they're trying to get to sign over part of the town or some horseshit like that. And Joel McHale's supposed to be the good guy that's going to sweet talk him into it. Because you got, like, good cop, bad cop. So Justin Long is the asshole and Joel McHale is the good one. And he's supposed to talk him into, you know, you know signing the documents. And the old man just won't sign. And uh, he's he's firm on not signing so that's the start of the movie we meet his granddaughter um it seems that he's got like one granddaughter that's all we see yeah that's odd he doesn't seem to have any other family but a granddaughter yeah and so um you know she's she she makes an appearance briefly and then she goes out to a party we learn later that she is uh best friends with joel McHale's daughter who is our lead, our character. lead character um her name is winnie and so they're going out to a party together. And this is where we get um, our first glimpse of the angel? No. At um, the party is where he's... No, the... unfortunately, the that actor who played in X-Files, uh, which I have to point out, he's 85 years old. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, because he refused, he refused to sign over the deed. So we kind of know where we're going already because... There's a huge pounding at the door, and he's basically saying, I told you no, and there's more pounding. And he goes, all right. He goes w over to the door, and there's a uh, like a snowman at the door. 
Yeah, and, and the snowman does not come to life, which I was no. hoping for. <laughs> but instead, it's oh. not Jack Frost. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I didn't know where. I didn't know what this was going to be. But uh, a person all in white jumps through the snowman and slashes his throat. Yeah, I was sad. I was like, oh, he's so old. Yeah, and uh. yeah, that it actually kind of was a good. It was a good shock. It, yeah, it was a good shock. I didn't expect that to happen so quickly. Yeah, so, we're, uh, so we, to describe the killer, it's um virtually like all in white, almost like a nun, but all white. But the face is also a white mask. Yeah, but it's that mask that you, it just looks like. Um, it just looks like a blank face. Like a blank. Not even like. There's no eyes. No, nothing. It's just a white face. Yeah. It's creepy. And so it's all in white. And uh, for here on, it's called the angel. The angel, yeah. Yeah, so they say that later on in the movie, and that's what we're just going to call it from now on. But, okay. So, yeah, the angel kills this man. And then all the kids have gone to a party, and we're kind of getting all the ideas of what's going on. Our lead character is a photographer. She wants to go to school. Uh, she has a boyfriend. The they have a, She has, like, her best friend, like you said, he her boyfriend... And her brother, Jimmy, he's gay. He has a boyfriend or that he likes. They're setting everybody up for, like, having these relationships. And there's also a character named Bernie who they call Weirdo. Right? Was it Weirdo? Yeah. I think, yeah. I, you know what? I would accept that as a compliment. Yeah. They call they they just treat they her terrible. They make fun of her. They She's basically her. sitting at this party, which is at the school, I think. No. Is it? Yeah, I think it's at the school. Oh yeah, it's like a it's there like in the gym kind of school, or something. Yeah, some kind some, of like a social. Yeah, at some the kind gym. of school social. Yeah, that's right. They are at the school because she wouldn't have been at some you know random. Well, she is party, well, but she is in every other moment. Like they're having this party at this gym, and this girl's just sitting there alone, minding her own business, and our main character kind of smiles at her and waves, and she seems very happy that someone recognizes her and waves back, but then her friends are all like. Why are you waving at that freak? You know, that weirdo. They're like, mind your own business. Why the hell are you even here? And that girl goes back. And our lead character doesn't really stand up for her or do anything. She just kind of lets it happen. You know, here's the thing. In these movies, there's always this cliche. And I can't stand it. It's like, if you are a certain way as a human being and you're kind and you're nice to people, just, you know, that's just how you are. It's your nature to be nice to people. Why would you hang out with dicks? Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, if I saw a girl sitting by herself at a party or whatever, I would wave too. I'd be like, hey, you know, what's up? I, I would not be hanging out with people who would actually say the words, what are you talking to that weirdo for? I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. Why am I talking to you? Like, get out of my life. <laughs> I don't hang out with people like that. But it seems like in these movies, the lead character always has some dickhead of a friend. You know, that's just the dick. And yeah. it's always mean. It's always that bunch of characters and there's they always seem like they never hang out, like in real life. Yeah, like they just none don't of these seem people like would along. be friends. None of these people would ever be friends. Especially since even her best friend doesn't do anything about it. They all kind of just are yeah. okay with it and just like hurting that girl's feelings for some reason. Yeah, like what do you have to gain out of this? You're just being mean to her for no reason. She's like not done anything to anyone. Yeah. And <laughs> they all kind of split up. And each character goes off into their little thing to do whatever they're going to do. Uh, especially the, our main character's boyfriend 
and another one of their friends, they just get up and go. And then I didn't even know that this was her boyfriend until he said, oh, babe, do you want something to drink too? Yeah, I love that. And babe. I, babe. <laughs> and it was like off screen. I was like, oh, that's the boyfriend? Obviously, she's he's going to hook up with that other girl. Of course. Because she says, I'm going to go get a drink. And he goes, oh, I'll come with you. Yeah, first of all, if, if that happens, and like, you know, one first of all, I don't really hold on to a lot of girlfriends I, I feel more comfortable with guys anyway but if one of my girlfriends um said to you oh, want to go get some drinks scotty i'd be like eh, no well that's not how it happened <laughs> no not exactly but still i'm like uh no i can sit your ass down he can go or i'll go with him you do not need to accompany him anywhere at any time that's it what a trip uh, but Freaking yeah, babe, women are terrible. That's how I knew that. I was like, oh, they're together. That doesn't seem like they're together at all. These characters seem weird. In fact, I thought that she was with her best friend romantically oh, until they, okay. they showed that they weren't. Yeah, because they I thought they kissed that the first time they saw each other. Saw each other. No, they didn't. They didn't. Um, I think maybe they no, they hugged. I don't think they kissed. No, no, no. Okay. They so I was together. confused by that. Uh, oh, and, you know, what they did. They did some silly um, like uh, handshake. Some silly, like... Oh, did they? Yeah, really it was like kissed. a long handshake. One of those, like, you know, you're okay. my bestie well, handshakes. unfortunately for the bestie, she goes out into the... Uh, on a dock, which is yeah. weird. I, I don't know where that dock is going, but it's some kind of, like, wooden walkway. And she is with a uh, her boyfriend. And they start kissing. And the best... Well, this is where I basically said, okay, this movie... it is going to be insane, right? Yeah. It, it it does this a lot where it jumps tonally back and forth between like kind of serious to kind of wacky. I mean, you definitely hit the nail on the head because there's a lot of endearing moments in this movie yes, where there shouldn't be. <laughs> we're going to get into that. Like, that's what I wanted to bring this up for because Justin Long is in, in another movie. And then our lead character seems like she's in another movie. Mm-hmm. So the moments where these characters come together, it just gets fucking wacky it's beyond belief. It yeah. is just baffling. So to make you remember, you're in a wacky film because right now there is never, there's never really a moment where you're like, because you feel like you're in a Hallmark movie. Oh my god! You kind of sure. feel like you're in a Hallmark movie yeah. a little bit, and, and also a regular slasher. Yeah. You kind of feel like you're in that slasher movie, but it's taking itself a little serious. Yes. Until. She stops kissing her boyfriend and to say, "What did you eat?" Yeah, today? what did you eat? And you can see that she's clearly got a mouthful of blood. And so they show his mouth, and he has a pointed candy cane sticking out of his mouth. And then we see from behind he has had an entire candy cane, um, basically like a light thing, like one of those things you stick into the front lawn. Yeah. Through the back of his head into it through his mouth, and so she's tasting his blood. But the best part about this scene is how did she not the candy cane? (laughs) And also, there must have been a push into her face. Yeah, I was like, oh my god! So she had like a little stream of blood coming down her mouth, but then bam, it's like a freaking like blood packet just splattered all over her face. She starts running and screaming. Unfortunately, the reason that happens is because he coughs it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got that little candy cane. That's right. And there's the angel behind him, which he couldn't see until he stood up. Right, right. But, like, it was... And then she starts running and... and... We got to point out, though. I have to point this out because he disappears. And then all of a sudden, he's underneath her sticking a knife 
through the boardwalk she's on? Yeah, so she falls and she's screaming and carrying on or whatever. And she falls down on the on the wooden planks and the knife comes from underneath the wooden planks. Yeah, so never like, in the middle. Get down there? <laughs> yeah, never in the middle, just for her to keep going side to side. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, that you can see her through the wooden planks so you know where you're sticking the yeah, knife. Yeah, why did she stick in the middle? Yeah. It was comical. It was comical. But she doesn't get very far she because doesn't make it. then he's back on top of the boardwalk and he starts slashing her up. Yeah. And, and then she, she doesn't make it very into far. The door. No, she actually runs. She runs back to the door where the gym is and it's a glass door. So she's banging on the door and she's all bloody and stuff. And everyone's just standing there looking at her like she's clearly screaming and bloody. Because they're so startled. Like what? What's yeah. happening? And what I liked. And I gotta, I gotta point this out. I liked that the killer starts butchering her I in mean, front of these people and bad. not pulling back. Yeah. Whereas something like Scream, it's always like off camera. Yeah. No one ever sees, not off camera, but no, no characters are ever there unless it's like her main character witnesses the death. Right. Here, we have an entire auditorium full of people seeing this death. Oh yeah, and she's getting brutalized. Brutalized. It's bad. Um, so th the main character sees her best friend, I mean, through the window, getting freaking just butchered. Yeah, she does a horror movie scream. Yeah. The the scream queen always does. Yeah. She, yeah, they, they f focus in. Now, what's cool is everybody sees, the first person to see it was actually Bernie. Yeah, Bernie saw it. And she's like, oh my God. Bernie's the weirdo, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the one they call weird or whatever. The main character, she runs out. Putting herself in jeopardy, mm -hmm. runs out. She's the only one that to goes check to check on her. That's her best friend. Yeah. Like, I mean, what would you do if you saw that? I mean, I'd, I'd run out there and I'd be like, "Oh my god, are you? You know, are you alive?" Now, I wanted to talk shit about the makeup that the actress that played the best friend that got killed was wearing. I wanted to talk shit about. Wow, it. you never do this. I could not stand looking at it. I was like, "What is the idea here? Where you pencil in?" around okay. the iframe okay uh, any ladies listening to this this is like a, a pinup style winged eyeliner however it's where you wing it and you go over the eyelid in the crease but you don't go all the way with it and you don't fill it in it's very bizarre so it kind of looks like like an upside down cleopatra it, 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 yeah, it's it's very odd. Yeah, it, it's it's not filled in. It it's it's a very just just weird um, choice of eyeliner. If you're not going to be wearing any shadow to accompany it, it was very distracting. But the reason I really brought it up was because I wanted to talk shit about it. But I'm going to take it back because I'm going to give this actress credit for lying dead on the floor with her eyes crossed. Yeah, and I was like, she's holding crossed eyes yeah. in death. And I went, you know what? Props. Yeah, I'm going to give mean, you a nice golf clap. Yeah, for real. Her scene was, was rough. I, I feel bad for that actress. Yeah, it felt real. But now because our main character is outside, that's when the angel starts attacking her. Yeah, and uh, so she's running for her life. And he actually, like, doesn't he, like, tackle her at one point? He almost stabs her to death. But her brother comes and runs and tackles him off mm -hmm. of her. Yep, and then the two of them run away together. However... Don't get far. They don't get far. Because the killer comes and tackles the brother again, mm -hmm. actually slams the brother against a tree, and he is about to kill the brother, and in the most badass way possible, our lead character takes an entire two jumper cables running on a, uh, a motor system and sticks them on yeah. his head. 
And yeah, it, zap zap. He he's he's done so. Fries the killer. Yeah. And he she takes off the mask. And it is Justin Long. Which I was shocked because I was like, you know what? This guy's tall. But then you said he wasn't tall. No, so I never like, looked tall at all to me. Because you kept saying, oh, it's Joe McHale. I, I was like, maybe he, there, maybe her father is not the good guy that we thought he was. You know, maybe he is the killer. So I, I just said, you know, that's I strange. Especially terms. since he's going to kill his son. I know he's, yeah. I mean, you know. I, I was like, that doesn't make, why would he do this? Well, because people snap and go crazy. It's I guess. Slasher. But were you expecting the fact that the killer was already killed? No. Yeah, and and what I like is right after that, the title card comes up. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, this movie's already over. <laughs> oh yeah, it just started, and it's I'm like, oh, we got a whole montage. We even got kills already and everything. Yeah. And Justin Long's dead, and I almost cried because I said, <laughs> he no, to be out of the movie. don't kill Justin Long from this movie. <laughs> if I don't have more of this character in this crazy character, I'll be so mad. But. We skip a year ahead. Mm-hmm. And now, again, I was like, oh, Justin Long's really gone. What is this movie going to be now? I, I honestly had no clue. And so now we see her life and how it's been a year. It's the next Christmas. And everybody's not acknowledging that this had happened. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about it in, in the town. In fact, the first thing we get back is that we see now that Joe McHale is the mayor. And him and his son are running the town. No, he's not the mayor. He's still making those fucking commercials with his son. Remember in the matching jackets? Yeah, they, they, no, that's what Justin Long did in the opening. It's now Joe McHale's doing it. I thought he was a realtor. Yeah, Carruthers Realty. They're realtors? Yeah, they're realtors. Yep, they are. Joel McHale is a realtor. That's why he was there, because I guess they wanted that old man's property. So he was at that, that old man's house to try and get him to sign the papers. And he wouldn't sign. So that's, he's like, yeah, they're realtors. Yep, 100%. I, okay. And now we're in So they're not the mayor? No. He's not trying to be the mayor? No. No. Justin Long is the mayor. Okay. So he basically took Justin Long's job? He just worked with Justin Long as the realtor? Yeah, he was the one oh, that okay. needed the property to All help right. him I try to get the mayor. property. So Justin Long wasn't even a mayor. No, Justin Long is. Yeah, no, they're just realtors. They're just realtors. Because didn't he also own the funeral home or something? I don't know about that. Because the next scene, it, they show this whole montage of Justin, uh, Joe McHale and his son running the new business that that what's his face had Justin Long, mm-hmm. and they have a terrible commercial. It's terrible, and. After the commercial runs, we see the daughter has, is watching, and she's like, I can't believe that was the only take we had. That was the best take we yeah, had. Yeah, she's actually having a really bad time, you know, coming to grips with her, her friend yeah. dying brutally. Her fr- yeah, her, she's got rings around her eyes now. She doesn't look like she sleeps. She's very upset that it's Christmas, and when, the kill, when she killed Justin Long, she smashed her camera. And so she never got it fixed. We see the camera's broken. And she also has gotten denied... To go to away to school, yeah, to the to uh, New York, a college in New York for yeah. photography. So she's gotten declined to get into that school, and she's so, she's just miserable. Yeah, and she doesn't like celebrating Christmas, obviously. To make it worse, we see they it's like Christmas morning, or no, it's Christmas Eve, and on Christmas Eve the family gives each other one present. This shit. And we man. also we got to point out we also meet Aunt Gail. Um, 
Okay, so Aunt Gail, we know her. She's Catherine Isabel. Yep, Catherine Isabel. People might know from Ginger Snaps, yeah. Freddy vs. Jason, and even Hannibal, the television yeah, show. Yeah, man, she's a, she's a horror queen. I, yeah. I like her. She's cute. And she's also uh, married to her girlfriend, who's also the lead actress and the influencer from Shudder. Yes. Which I, I was like, oh, it's good to see her again, because she was actually great in that. She has no role in this She whatsoever. has nothing to do in this. Yeah, which is a shame. Uh, but yeah, they're together, and they all get together on Christmas Eve to do this uh, like exchange of gifts. Mm-hmm. And we see this gift. She they call her down, and she's like, "I just don't want to celebrate Christmas," and especially since they go into town, and she's kind of like drifts off and sees that the town is kind of getting stuff's happening, and we see that the funeral home that Justin Long owned is shut down and boarded up. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I don't know why they bothered to show us that. The but bro- she's-, she's looking at the window and she's realizing she's remembering that she killed this guy. Yeah. And she it's kind of like, of course, she killed somebody. And his brother, who is now also completely like run down, comes up to her and blames her. You killed my brother and everybody seems really happy about it. Yeah, he's like, I I haven't, you know, I have not forgotten what you did to me, and I hate you. So right there, it's like they're setting something up. I felt like they were setting something up with the brother. Like, he was going to go ape shit, and, you know, he was going to turn into the murderer Yeah, didn't know where this was going to go. I thought this was going to become a new mystery of killings. But we're, like I said, we we get to this Christmas gift, and they give uh, Joe Joe McHale and his wife, uh, the two characters, give their daughter this Christmas gift. She opens it up, and it is... It's a, a velour pink tracksuit with her with initial her initials on it. I'm like, are you fucking? Kidding? First of all, I have received. I mean, I can't tell you countless bad gifts for Christmas. We're like, I mean, my mom, bless her. Okay, she never knew my underwear size, and she always used to buy me underwear. Those twelve sizes too large. Yeah, this is always insane. Okay, this is an ongoing thing in my freaking family that the joke was. You know, mom always buys underwear that's 12 sizes too large. Yes. And this tops that, this gift. This is like a 1992 Paris Hilton track suit. It's pink. It's like when she used to walk around just wearing pink track suits all the time when she was doing that stupid reality show. That That's what this is. It doesn't even fit her. It was terrible. I was well, like, this is what your parents give you as a gift? But it gets worse. It gets worse. She, They tell her to go put it on. And she does. I was like, this is a Ralphie moment. You look like a pink nightmare. Yes. I was like, if she comes down and he says you look like a pink nightmare, I was, I was hoping for that, but shit. something even more insane happens. Uh, Catherine Isabel should have said that, by the way. Because yeah. she's the only one there when she comes downstairs. Yeah. And she's drinking. And she's like, where is everybody? And she's like, well... They're looking at uh, your brother's gift. Oh my god, I would have lost my shit. And he's like, she's like, what? And he's, oh yeah, he got a truck. She goes outside and there's a fucking okay. First of all, this is not a truck. This is a this is a monster. Okay, this thing nobody should own. It was like the world's biggest pickup truck, and this and had a big shiny bow on it. And she's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Well, Joe McHale actually says to his son, "Well, my business partner needs his a drive around to get around." Needs, yeah, like, needs to, to ride around in style. And she's like, you gave me a fucking tracksuit and he gets a car. Yeah. I was like, first of all, I would take a knife and I would just start stabbing everyone right there. The mother says, 
you both got something you needed. Yeah. Oof. You both got something like, you needed. Holy shit. What, is she out of shape and she should go running? Is that what you're suggesting? I mean, this is like the worst. She's actually very in shape. Yeah, she's adorable. Yeah. I, I was in shock. I just couldn't. So, she, I mean, the fact that she's still wearing this thing. Like, I, I mean, I would have set it on fire in front of them. Like, yeah. just, be, just because. It's she, like the worst gift ever. She goes back inside and she goes and drinks with the ants. But her text message blow up and it's from her boyfriend asking where the hell she is. He's at the their party at his house. They're you know, having so a party at his house. She goes to the freaking party. Now, this doesn't make any sense to me at all. And I couldn't say it in the theater because we were watching the movie and we don't talk Why about it. Why would he be texting? Why would he be texting her in the situation that he's in? So she gets to the party and she sees that weirdo is there. Like, first of all, everybody makes fun of this girl. Yeah. Why is she at this party? They actually throw a cup of beer at her. They throw a cup of beer at her. So she's trying to... Anyway, she, Winnie's trying to find her boyfriend and guess where he is. Yeah, the girl actually tries to help her. She doesn't want her to find out. Yeah, she knows where he is. She yeah. knows that he's banging she the girl. She says, oh, I saw him on the porch. But the, everybody yeah. else in the room says, no, that's a lie. He's in the laundry room. Yeah, so he's. she opens the door and he's in there banging his... You know, her friend. Mm -hmm. So they've been, you know, doing each other, which we obviously knew. He says... He comes out and says... Well, you haven't really been there for me for a year. And yeah. She's like, um, everybody got killed. I killed someone I and, killed I watched, someone and, and I watched my, my friend best friend die. get murdered. So, yeah. yeah, I've been a little bit, uh, you know, yeah. not right in the head. This guy, whatever. I'd like to say he's the worst, but he's not. I mean, he actually does love this girl he's with. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, that's the thing. But, yeah, yeah she yells. She not only yells at him. And the funny thing is, they're in the hallway. And then the one girl that she's he's sleeping with goes... Oh, thank God. I don't want to hide it anymore. Like, I mean, honestly. Yeah. And then he said, and she goes, he says, I'm sorry. You haven't been there for me for a year. Then why and did she he goes, text her? She goes, it's sticking out of your pants still, man. Like, you, you asshole. It's still <laughs> sticking out. That's what's so baffling. It's like, you're, you're about to like get laid. And at what point did you send this text message? Why would you give a fuck if your girlfriend's there? You're about to get laid. Like, where, when are you sending this text message? I don't get it. Why would he send Why it? Why would he send it? Yeah. Why does he care if she's there? It's almost like it was purpose. I, I don't really know. It, it is odd, but she takes it out on the weirdo girl, uh, Bernie. Yeah. She yells at him and she says, you knew and you, you tried to cover it up. And she goes, no, I was trying to make sure you didn't get hurt. And she's like, you're just as weird as it. You are just as weird as everybody says you are. And she storms out. That was mean, but I, I know she was hurt. She was we hurt. Got, we got to talk about these two characters that keep showing in this movie from here on. There's two stoners. There's two people throwing gummies in each other's mouth. Okay. Right? And, and no she goes, who is this old man? And he, she's like, oh, that's his neighbor, Pete. He just comes by whenever there's a party. And he's cool because he brought gummies. And him and one of the other kids from school who's the stoner kid, because in every party... In every movie, there's always that one stoner in kid. In every horror movie, hangs yes. Out with. There, the whole like, there's a round table of cliches in horror yeah, movies. Yeah, not even horror movies, just any t high school movie in general. Yeah, but I mean, mostly in horror character. movies, like in Freddy vs. Jason, and uh, I mean, in all these movies, there is the the round table of cliches, and these two are those characters. Well, I would say he's not. He is an oddity. There's the an older next door neighbor hanging out with the kids. 
Yeah, well, that he is brought a, gummies. That was, that was different. I was like, okay, that's unusual and funny. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the stoner hanging out with the jocks is always weird to me. Uh, but then again, this is that new wave where everybody gets along. The, the dorks are... That's why it made me a little weirded out that the, they kept, called this one kid because she was artistic and like, quiet. That she's like a freak. That I was like, that's strange because the main character is also an artist. Yeah, you and know, it, seems it's, odd. it is weird. And, you know, I'm sorry. We, we went to high school a long time ago, but even back then there was always your group. Like, you can always find your group. Like, the metalheads, um, you know, the stoners, the the uh, Well, that's princesses. when we went to school. Everybody yeah, separated. Like there's always, like, a group that you can be, you know, involved with. You, you can always find your your place um and this girl just seems like okay what she has no friends i think it's even more crazy now because i love um in that movie uh the remake of 21 jump street when they go back to school and now he fits in and he's like the jocks are actually the ones kind of like not liked Mm -hmm. The, the 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 fratty kids the smart kids actually are all popular yeah it's one of my favorite jokes because i'm like that is kind of how lucky kids have no idea how lucky they are. When we were kids, we had to hide all the nerdy shit. Yeah, you know? we did. We totally had to hide it. You did could not like Star Trek. You could not like comic books. Yeah, people would make fun of you. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So it made me weirded out that in a newer movie they were calling this kid a freak. Yeah, I mean, it, but she still attended the parties. And she's not even parties. that weird. She's not. She's just quiet, I guess. I don't know. And she looks a little different. She, I mean, I guess. I, it was hard for me to look at her because she reminded me of a coworker that I used to work with that was a freaking demon. So she, it, she was kind of endearing. And when she, when early in the movie, when she waved at her and she smiled and waved back, and yeah. she was like, I felt okay. I didn't. I mean, she's I a sweetie. Yeah, like, and I then she actually tried her. to stick up for her and help her. Yeah, I felt like, oh, okay. I, I feel like I get this character a little bit, but. That makes her run out of the party, and she's just pissed. And she uh, tells her parents that nothing is right, that it's Christmas, and everybody has acted like nothing happened. I killed a man. My best friend was murdered. Nobody seems to care or remember. Uh, also, that her father, or her grandfather was killed, that um, her best friend's grandfather was mm -hmm. killed. Um and your boss and best friend, I murdered him, and nobody even cares. No, nope. excuse me, and nobody even cares. Joel McHale's so like, answer was, "Well, you know, life has to go on." Yeah, move on. Move on. And she's like, "Move on." Move on. So that leads her to now, and this is right here. I saw her walking away alone at night to a um a pier. And I said, holy shit, are they really going to actually do the plot from It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, I knew right is then and there. Is she going to yeah. basically go to kill herself? And is she going to experience her life with... I was like, holy shit, they're really doing this. Yeah, well, the, I didn't Northern, think they Lights, would do this. the Northern Lights were there and she said, you know, nobody cares about me. It would be better if I had never been born. And that's exactly what happens. This seems to be like a spark or whatever and she turns around. And, and basically it, everything's a little different. Every, she runs into a, a a guy who has been stabbed. Yeah, he's stabbed, so he's like, eh. yeah. And then you see the the white angel, and he's like 
killing, killing this, this guy. Dude, yeah. And so she's running like hell and she's trying to open a cop car door, which is just there. There's no one in it. And she throws a brick to try and get in. So she calls on the radio, help me, help me. And the one of the cops walks up to the car and says, hey, what are you doing? And it just so happens to be Justin Long's brother. Yeah. He's the freaking sheriff now. And she says, the killer. I just saw a man get killed. And he goes, was it the white angel? And she says, yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. Everybody, uh, we, we send some people over here. We have another killing. I mean, just like so nonchalant, like this is something that happens every day. And we in, learn in fact, it, it does. <laughs> it does happen. This this white angel is literally killing everyone. Yeah, she, he goes, ah, it happens weekly. Yeah, weekly. It's so nonchalant. We, we got to talk about the best joke in the background here. He tells, oh, the ambulance has come and now they're all the cops are there. And he goes, well, can you get more caution tape over here? I think we should be cautious. <laughs> we laughed so hard at there. I thought. I was like, okay. But this, this character's still a mimbo in the in the alternate universe, too. Yeah, she's asking him, when the <laughs> hell did you become a cop? Where's the sheriff? And he's like, what are you talking about? The sheriff was murdered a year ago. He's like, I'm the sheriff now. Yeah, I'm the sheriff since <laughs> the sheriff was murdered a year ago. And she goes, wait a minute. The sheriff was murdered a year ago? And he goes, yeah, when the white angel first appeared and killed these people. And she's like, how many people? He goes, this happens uh, sometimes once a week. <laughs> and she goes, how many people are killed now? And he goes, uh, tw maybe 27. 27 people have been murdered. I was and like, she's you're like, kidding. Holy shit, I know who the killer is. And he goes, you do? And that's when Justin Long shows up. Yeah. So An Justin, older Long, Justin Long, still wearing that fucking turtleneck, though. And he's... He he's now he is now the mayor. Yeah, he's the mayor. And nobody knows who she is. So Justin Long's brother has no clue who she is, even though he does know her. And Justin Long has no idea who she is. So it happened. Yeah, so he's been she's erased. been erased. And so she's trying to tell him, I saw I saw the killer. I saw the killer. And Pony he, walks up. Yeah. Yeah. He she gets all like scared. Oh my god, yeah. I mean she just killed him a year ago. Yeah. And then she's also like, he's like, oh, you know who the killer is, huh? Who is it? And then she's like, oh, shit. No, I was only, I'm wrong. I thought I knew, but I couldn't see his face. And she's like, how lucky for you. <laughs> it's so, Justin everything is like, Justin Long is so creepy. He's so funny in this. He just looks, oh, my God. You know what he kind of looked like? I mean, he looked a little bit like Fred Armisen in this movie a little bit. Like when Fred Armisen is like in makeup for SNL. Yeah, you know? it, it, it's like a whole character. It, it was like a whole thing. It's so good. It was, it was, but he just looked so creepy to the 11th degree. Yeah, he, <laughs> she uh, goes away. Basically, she runs away. And this one, she starts trying to find everybody for her life because she's trying to figure out what's happening. Yeah, so she goes home. Yeah. They don't recognize her. Her mother's a drunk. Her mother's an alcoholic. Her mother is, yeah, and her, her aunt is there. And, and her brother, she finds out her brother was killed on that night. Yes, by the murderer. Mm -hmm. And so Joel McHale, he is, has, nobody has any idea who she is. So she's, she's just bursting into this house and she's like, dad. And he's like, I don't know who the hell you are. Get out of here. Mm -hmm. And so she storms in her brother's room and looks around and he's not there. And so she's just lost. She has no idea what to do. And so the only thing she can do is that she goes to Bernie's house because 
No. Doesn't she go to Bernie's house? She goes to the party. She goes back to the party. That's right, the party. Uh, She sees that the town is different. There is a... uh, Because his name was Henry Waters. Yes. They see there's a giant tower. Waters Tower. Oh my god! Just so, like Back to the Future. Yes, it's too. like it's like that moment where she, where Marty sees Biff Towers. Yes, yeah. And and then like the rock music's playing. It's that moment. It's hysterical. That's right. So they go. She goes in there, and it turns out that this house is not even just her like boyfriend's house anymore. It's a freaking crack house. It's virtually a. It's weird. It, Everybody's smoking it, crack in there. It's very hard to understand. Yeah, people are now doing crack. There's graffiti all over the walls. It looks like a crack den. Homeless people are asking people at the party to beat them up on the lawn. It, it there's this is odd. It is so extreme. But Bernie is still at this party. Yeah, I and, don't get it. And more crazy is that her boyfriend and that girl have been together for three years. Yeah, and they are in a serious, committed relationship. They're in love. Yeah. And she's kind of shocked by it. She's like, oh, this is disgusting. But at the same time, she finds out, no, they really are in love. Mm-hmm. She finds his room and she sees all the pictures on the walls of them and everything and how great their relationship really is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the, the stoner and the, the guy are now have, they have joined, they have uh, upgraded from gummy, from, uh, from gummies to crack. <laughs> So the but they're neighbor, not the only ones. There's several people in there smoking crack. Yeah, I guess so. The people on the couch are all smoking crack. Yeah. <laughs> and the and by the way, this party's happening when a murderer is out. Yeah. See, the funny thing about this is there's been 27 murders. Nobody is scared. She Nobody says that too. Nobody gives a shit that there is a murderer just, you know, hitting people every week, like once a week. Like... What is wrong with you people? Yeah, she goes up to Bernie and she basically says, like, I'm invisible. I don't think people... And she goes, I think I'm dead or invisible. And she's like, well, I can see you. So you're not dead or invisible. And I think other people here. And then she's like, what's your name? And she says it. And they're like, never heard of you. Um, and then she's calling around the room. Is that, Do you know me? Do you know me? And she's saying all these people's names. Do you know me? No, I like to. Yeah, so it's yeah. confirmed that she definitely has been erased from yeah. the whole timeline. And she yells at all of them. She's like, "It's you guys are partying when murders are happening every week? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, what's the point? Right. I mean, nobody in the town gives a shit anymore because it just happens so often. They're just like, whatever. Um, and so one of the crackheads, the older guy that lives next door that's doing drugs with one of the kids, he goes outside and gets freaking slashed up. Yeah, because, because he says... He what? Who gives a shit? You know, like at this point, who cares? There's a murder on the loose. Yeah, so he gets killed, and then the other crackhead comes out of the house and and sees his dead body and starts screaming. Um, well, yeah, but but by that time, she has asked Bernie to help her. Yeah, because she's like, you have. We have to figure out who the killer is. You're the only one I can trust to help me. And she told her. She told her that you know, in her, you know. A year ago, in her timeline, she killed Justin Long. He was the murderer. Doesn't she tell well, her that? Well, they go back to Bernie's house. Yeah. And that's where uh, she basically, Bernie's like, yeah, you should come with me. If you think you know, you need to know the killers, you should come with me. They go back to uh, the house. And Bernie has, we find out a little bit about Bernie. Bernie is very depressed. She lives on basically on her own because her father caught her mother cheating. Yeah, her mom's and, a hoe. And her mom has become, yeah. 
And excuse me, I'm sorry, a promiscuous <laughs> lady. Yeah, I was just gonna say <laughs> a woman of the night. <laughs> well, I mean, she's not taking money for her services. <laughs> we don't really know, I guess. <laughs> but I, she's got a lot of men yeah, suitors, apparently. And the father left, so on Christmas she's alone. And that's why she's going to these parties, because she's trying not to be alone on these nights. Yeah, I feel bad for Bernie. Yeah, and she, you find out that uh, she's an artist. She actually makes clothes. She makes all of her own clothes. She wants to be a fashion designer. She wants to be a fashion person. And she also has a, a billboard where she is trying to figure out who the killer is. And she mm -hmm. says, I live for this shit. Oh, it was like um, Criminal Minds type shit. Yeah, and she goes, well, Bernie, I actually know who the killer is. And she goes, you what? How? And she goes... Okay, here's what's going on. I wish to never be born. And a year ago, on that day, I killed the killer. Yeah. And my best friend was killed. And I saved my brother and I killed the killer. And the killer turned out to be Henry Waters. And she's like, what? And she's like, yeah. But then I wish never be born a year later. And that's where I'm here now. Where nobody remembers me. And it's what... It really, I wasn't born. I didn't kill the killer and my brother was killed and he's been going on to kill more and more people. And yeah, so Bernie says, you know, it kind of makes sense because Henry's killing ki people of the families that own businesses in town and they're moving away or he's taking their businesses. Right. So he's just, he, he's just a standard, you know, business driven psychopath. But Bernie says, wait a minute though, you just appeared in town. And you have all this information. And I don't know. And she starts grabbing a knife because now she's worried. And she also gets a, for some reason, gets an alert that the guy was killed at the party. The next door neighbor was killed at the party. I don't know how. Yeah. But then she goes, and there was another murder tonight at the party. Pete, the next door neighbor, was killed. Yeah. And then he, she that goes, That was like five minutes ago. Really? And she goes, <laughs> Yeah. And you were not at the party. You went outside. And he, she goes, yeah, but I was with you. And she goes, no, you went away from me for a little while. So she went starts outside. suspecting her. Yeah. And she's like grabbing scissors and she's about to like, you know, defend herself when the killer bursts through the freaking window behind her and starts slashing. So they run like hell, the two of them, to get out of there because he, which I guess he just followed them. Let's just assume. Yeah, I guess. But, or um, he was purposely there at the party to kill her because she said she knows who the killer is. Yeah, maybe, maybe, and that's why she thought he followed her. So don't they end up at her her parents' house, right? Don't doesn't well, she go home? They fight off the the killer. And by the way, I got to point this out: the main actress she fucks up the killer constantly. Fucking kill! Like it got to the point where I was like, "Damn, this killer! No wonder he killed her. She killed him so fast." Why can't anybody else? Because she's always fucking him up. Yeah, she does. She, yeah, and again here. But the problem is, and this is one of those cliches I can't stand, and I think a lot of movies have completely flipped it on its head. They never go back and kill the killer. No. They constantly just leave the. She. It's one of these things, and I hate it. It's a cliche, and it, it is odd. It, and there was a point in this movie where I was screaming. I was actually very vocal in the theater <laughs> saying, so funny. jump on him, kill him, step on his, you know, jump up and down on this person. I was like, you never do this. But he, you were, you were making I was mad. me laugh so hard. You're like, jump on him. I was like, come jump on, on step on chest, his face. Step on his gut. <laughs> yeah. Hold his hand down. Take his weapon. I don't care if he's knocked out. 
Why would you do this? Like, they just leave him knocked out. It's like, okay, first of all, take the fucking knife. It's like right next to his hand and just start stabbing his ass. Like stab him a million times. They just always leave the killer at the bottom of the fucking stairs. Yeah. Always. And then when you look again, guess what? He's gone. I can't stand that. It's like such and, and a cliche. It, and it really kind of bothered me in the movie because the movie so far at this point is interesting. It is. I actually was like, damn. I was having fun. This is actually a fun little movie. Yeah. But shit like this kept taking me back out. Yeah, I was like, I... I, I love the stuff like the, the candy cane in that guy's face. Yeah. Uh, the, the brutal murder in front of like a whole school full of people. Uh, Justin Long. Everything is making me really enjoy it. Yeah. And also, this uh, time travel thing is kind of fun. And it's actually kind of interesting. It is. And also... Just like the the neighbor, the goofy neighbor being killed, all that kind of stuff. Is, I'm yeah. like, uh, I'm in. Yep. I'm invested. This is weird. And I'm enjoying this way more than I thought. But shit like leaving the killer on the floor, knocked out constantly. It mm-hmm. happens three times in this film. And it really started getting on my nerves. Yeah, it really and, did too. But they are able to escape. And she comes up with the only suggestion. Oh, the the Bernie says, I know exactly where to hide. And that's the Bernie. The... Were you trying to say the weirdo, but you said Bernie? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Did I? That's funny. I don't know. I don't even. I I, I keep forgetting that she was called weirdo. I want to yeah. call her Bernie because that name is so weird. Yeah, maybe her name's Bernice. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. They call her Bernie, and I got we got to point this out. These two actresses have intense sexual chemistry. They do. They just they're this next scene. Bernie brings her to uh, the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it, I don't know. I think she works there. Yeah, she has the keys. She has the keys. And she says, I, I come here all the time. It's my favorite thing to do is watch these new movies. And she lo- she loves watching old movies. And by the way, you got to point out, they're playing. It's um, not It's a Wonderful Life. They're playing. Um, Isn't it? Um, it's not Miracle. On, no, no, is it? I think it's it might be it might be Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I thought it was a Christmas theme, like a named movie. But they're watching the Owl movie, and uh, one of the other movies playing is I Know What You Did Last Christmas, and they need <laughs> to make that fucking movie. They really do. They need to make that. That's they, a great. They you do. Bring back Jennifer Love Hewitt and do that movie. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, bring her back and make She's that movie. Not coming back. Oh, uh, I heard rumors recently that they were thinking about resurrecting it. Really? With them. Don't you see? He's got us now. Okay, this is exactly what he wants. We can't go to the police. Not now. He's made sure of that. He's just out there and he's watching us and waiting. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? The only one that's left alive is Freddie Prinze. Her too. Yeah, the two of them. Well, the ending though. The ending of that second movie doesn't make much sense. No. But I mean, they're not gonna. But I heard they were gonna bring it back, so I please make it. I know what you did last Christmas. That's that would be amazing. amazing. Um, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, yeah, but they're they watch this movie and they have a conversation. It's very hinted. She kind of hints about how Bernie kind of hints around that she was going to commit suicide, but it's yeah. not really talked about. But it is kind of hinted at, and they share a moment. And every moment these two talk, I kept thinking, oh, they're about to make out. Yeah, I, I really felt the chemistry between the two of them. It they was, had some real crazy chemistry. It was really sweet. But, you know, like, 
I didn't think they were going there with her character, though, you know? So I was like, okay. Um, she just has, like, they're just friends. It's a sweet moment. And uh, yeah. they, she does this whole thing where she's like, oh, I, I wish I could take this back. I wish my brother was alive. I wish I could do this. And she keeps clicking her heels. And they share a nice moment. And she puts her head and she goes, I'm really glad I met you. And she's like, um, I'm, this has been a really great day. You know, a great night being with you, talking to you. Which is weird because, I, you know, there's people being murdered. Yeah, but she's also able to share a moment and tell somebody about it. And she says that they both are trying to go to New York for... Um, for college. For college and art school and for photography and for design. And she's like, well, maybe one day we could have gone to uh, school together. We could have went both to the same school. That would have been really nice. And uh, it's really nice to share this with you. But she puts her head on her shoulder and falls asleep. So the next day she wakes up and it's a really funny joke. She's like, Bernie's not there. And she starts freaking out. But Bernie's up in the, uh, the, the rafters. The rafters. Uh, not the rafters, but the ba- they have a balcony. Yeah, balcony. There. And she says, I didn't sleep at all. You snore really bad. <laughs> I thought that was funny. They I was made like, some like cute little moments cute. with the two of them. Like this is like a, it, it, it was kind of cute that, you know, their, their scenes together, yeah. even though it wasn't supposed to be, because this is a slasher film. Bernie but... uh, is up all night researching the possible, what could have happened. And this, this is one of the moments I actually didn't like. I didn't like it either. I thought it was this, too forced. There's some, the stuff that comes here with saying that they understand the rules of what happened and also what's going on with Justin Long in this movie, in this part of the movie is so goofy and stupid that I wish they wouldn't have done it. I wish yeah. they just would have went for a Groundhog's Day kind of thing where she has to do the right thing. And then yeah. all like the right things for that day, all the things that needed to be fixed and she could go back. Yeah, but they went this this route where she where Bernie was up all night doing research on the Aurora Borealis. Did and he cut out newspaper clippings? She cut out or, or maybe did she print them? Printed out stuff. It looked, it looked so like, I was like oh, wow. She made a whole board of all these things and these happenings with the Northern Lights and the Aurora Borealis and all this stuff. And there, you know, I guess this phenomenon is a thing. It's actually happened to people before. And also, we got to point out, she says that we usually shouldn't see it from where we live. Right. And so and that's what makes nobody everything... Nobody was shocked about it that it was there. That's what I was going to say. That's what makes everything so much weirder is the fact that nobody... No one says anything in this town. You know, it's like... Yeah, even when she wished on that, when she saw it and she wished into the sky that yeah. she was never born, she didn't wasn't freaked out that the Aurora, Bore- Aurora Borealis was right there in front of her. She didn't yeah. seem to care. No, it was just like, oh, that's I, a thing. I kept hoping they were going to make a joke like uh, Christmas Vacation and say it was swamp gas. <laughs> <laughs> that she wished upon swamp gas. I was hoping uh, the whole time that that's not the Aurora Borealis. We couldn't see it from Uncle here. Lewis. That's actually so gas. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I, I wish it would have made a joke. It, it would have been better because the things that they do do, saying that they do do, they, they, the things that's going on here is so stupid. I, I hated it. They're saying that she wished upon it, and it's actually the soul of somebody she killed. The intensity of killing somebody on that night that made it, and it's like the soul yeah, in I, the sky, I don't, I don't and get she it. wished upon it, and she needs to set things back. So what that means is, she in English, to, she has to kill Justin Long. They're saying that it's Justin Long's spirit. It was supposed to be killed, and now that she reversed it, it's sitting there in limbo, and it's angry, 
And so she has to release, she has to once again kill him to put that soul back? Yeah, so now we I get... I didn't understand it, it and makes it was so no stupid. Sense. Now we're getting into goofy territory, which it was goofy before, but it was fun goofy. We, so they go up to the parents, back to the parents' house, and she's like, I'll come with you and we'll talk your parents into knowing what's going on. So when they get to the door, um, she knocks and Joe McHale's like, no, no and he out. slams the door. Yes. So she keeps banging. She's like, I'm never going to leave. I, I, I'm not even supposed to be here. I can stay here forever, banging on your door until you answer. So Catherine Isabel shows up, answers the aunt Gail. She opens the door and uh, she says to her, what are you doing? Why are you here again? And she says, look, and, and uh, Bernie whispers into her ear, make up a lie. And instead she says, you're my aunt. They're my parents. Yes, and Jimmy was my brother. Jimmy was my brother. And she just lets her in the house. And no, she goes, what? That's insane. <laughs> and she goes, um, you're this, this, and this. And then she goes, uh, yeah, but that now tell me something you didn't Google. Right? Yeah. And she, tell, she tells a story about how back in the day she was wearing some kind of underwear. She was they wearing pro- some kind of thong underwear, and she sat down... <laughs> on a bench and her ass got stuck it froze to the bench and it her underwear like snapped or whatever she's like i couldn't google that and it's not on google and she goes okay come in she goes i knew one day that underwear would bring someone together would bring oh people God. together so, so, so she uh, goes upstairs to talk to joe McHale, and joe McHale's like definitely dead inside you can tell um he just seems like so emotionally removed well we have to point out that the wife the mother she's like is having an affair on the on the couch. Okay, so there's a random dude in the house at this point, and he's like, just why is he there? He's just she, like looking all over her. Yeah, and he, she's like, and this is happening. She has a side piece, and it's happening in the house. Around, and then uh, Catherine Isabel, the aunt, goes, "It ha- uh, that's just one of them." And she's she's like a raging alcoholic. She's completely off the rails. That's her sister. Since, since her son passed away. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, Joel McHale's got to be, like, emotionally dead inside. So he goes, she goes upstairs to talk to Joel McHale, and he obviously just does not believe her, anything she's saying. Well, they share a sweet moment. Actually, he, he she talks, she lies, and she says that uh, they were good friends, Jimmy and her. And yeah. then she remembered his football games, and they share a really nice moment. And, and everything's great. Everything's going right until she accidentally says, uh, well, she tells him, I know who killed him. And Joel McHale's, like, freaking out, and she says... It's your best friend. It's your boss. And he's like, my best friend, my boss killed my son. And she's like, he's like, he paid for his funeral. He's keeping food on his table. That's the only reason we even have a life here. He gets really mad. Oh, it's great acting too. It's crazy because um, literally he throws her out again and tells her to fuck off. Um, They go downstairs and she well, she actually says, "Dad." Yeah, by and accident. he's, he's like, like, "You're my you're, again with this shit and get out of my house. I have no kids." Yeah, I have no kids. Get out of my house. So he throws her out, but then she goes downstairs, and her mom is like <laughs> making out with this dude in the kitchen. Yeah, and she's like half naked, and she's got like her little negligee on, and while the aunt's just making a sandwich in the kitchen. Yeah, drinking. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, and so I, I mean, they're I, suddenly both murdered after Joel McHale leaves the house. Joe yeah. McHale just walks out, and they're like, there he goes again. And then the mother and the boyfriend... Are murdered. Are murdered in front of them. The angel's in the house. Yes. And they're, like, screaming. So the three of them run, and again, she's able to fight off the angel. 
So she, she, yes, he falls she down the kicks stairs. him down the stairs where he gets passed out. And this is another one of those goddamn horror movie moments where they, they never do what they have to do, which is This is where I was screaming, freaking, by the way. Yeah, Scott was like losing his mind. So he's like, you know, she's, normal people would be like, okay, I'm going to stab this motherfucker. I'm going to kill him and end it. And no, no, that's not what she does. She just leaves him there and then they walk slowly down the stairs and step over his body. Yeah, to waiting leave. for a jump scare. And I'm like, okay, I know he's going to grab an ankle at any moment now. This is so predictable. Um, she goes to take the mask off. She stops and takes the mask off. She actually gets the knife and puts it to his throat, but then takes the mask off. Yeah, it's Joel McHale. And it's Joel McHale. This is one of those nonsensical moments in the movie where you're like, okay, why? What is happening? Yeah, and this where I was like... Why is he the killer? Okay, this is a bad moment. And then, uh, I don't... They escape. He jumps up and they they get... He gets away. And he's killed his own wife and her lover in the house that he had in the house. It's odd. They all go to the movie theater. The, the aunt and Bernie, and they go hide in the movie theater, and they're like, what do we do? And now this is where it's so dumb. They're like, yeah, you need to kill your father. Yeah, Like, so your can father, I just it's not out, really your father. It's not really her father, but can I just point out something, too? It seems like, I understand that this is um, Christmas Eve. I understand that, okay? But there's nobody anywhere. There's nobody anywhere. So... Well, half the town, they said the half the town is left. And everybody else is like bums, and it, it's really crazy. Yeah, but there's like I, nobody in this town at all anymore because half them have left or are dead. I mean, I guess, but there's just nobody in a in a movie theater. I, I don't know. It's just weird. Well, but it's also yeah. It is also Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. A lot of people go to movies on Christmas Eve. I feel like it's Christmas Day now. Hmm. And why would they? Okay. I don't know why they'd be doing a tree lighting ceremony on Christmas Day. On that de- day. It, it, do- it has to happen because it was Christmas Eve the night before. Yeah, I don't know. The timeline kind of screwed me up. But yeah, whatever. It is odd. Uh, and it definitely goes day and night. So they go back. And then this is one of the parts I hated. Uh, the aunt goes, you're right. You have to do it. And you could set everything back. Like she knows everything. And she understands it instantly. It's so cheesy. Yeah, it's really cheesy. And it feels, it sucks because the moment's like, the sweet moments between Bernie and her are great. Uh, some of the stuff with the father, like how he's dealing with everything, mm-hmm. that's great. But then, like, the mother being a dumb drunk is so stupid it's and so corny. corny. It doesn't feel real. It feels badly acted, too. And also, this scene where Catherine Isabel's like, yeah, I'm in. We're going to kill you, my um, brother-in-law. Yeah. He she... just killed my my wife. And by the way, by no. the way in a throw, um, my sister, and by the way, in a throwaway, we find out that her her uh, wife was killed by, as well. Like a year ago. Uh, they just, oh, right? yeah. Oh, my. Uh, she was also killed. Or last summer or something. So, last like, summer what? she was killed. Like, okay, what a throwaway thing. It's like, it's like why no wonder even she's not intru- in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, why introduce this person? We don't even need her. Um, it was really stupid, but then and even even the main character is like, "Oh, she was killed." Anyways, yeah, it, there's just no time to care in this movie. Yeah, because now there's they start so much it. happening, and so they have to start ending. And so they go to the movie theater, and um, Joel McHale obviously follows them, but not before the boyfriend Robbie, the ex-boyfriend, and his girlfriend show up for no reason whatsoever, other than it's their anniversary. Well, they also set up a trap. 
And they put on the sign, they changed the sign to, we are here. Yeah, Merry Christmas, David, we're here. Yeah, and he, uh, and they, they're expecting him to come, so they set up three dummies in the theater. But like you said, they, the people, they thought, they think the killer's there, but it's actually the, the boyfriend and girlfriend. The ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And, and so uh, he's like, oh, this is tradition. We come to movies every year on uh, Christmas because it's our anniversary. And our anniversary, they called it the, <laughs> was it a threequel or they said some kind of. Yeah. And, and so they just go there to die. They yeah, get and butchered. I, I have to point this out because we, I forgot to point it out already. If you uh, suffer from epilepsy and you don't like flashing lights in a movie, holy shit, this movie wants you to have a. A fit. Like, they want you to make... Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally, I thought that I was gonna... Um, I had to look away at one point, because I was like, oh, I'm getting a headache. Yeah, the scene in where the neighbor dies also is heavy strobe light. Yeah. Is yeah. happening during the murder. It's crazy. Then this one is using the, uh, camera flashes, which really don't make any sense. No, but the lights are turned out, so... All the lights are, he cuts the power in there. Uh, and so she needs to use the flash so she can see where she's going. But it's so, it's so much. It's so in your, it's just so extra. It, it literally hurts your eyes. Yeah. And it went on for too long. It went on for too long. So. But we didn't, we didn't say that before uh, this happened, the aunt was killed. Yeah, she got killed. She was just walking around the theater willy nilly, and he was in there, and he stabbed her through. And then, he, and then Done. he comes and kills the the, the boyfriend and girlfriend. Kills the boyfriend and girlfriend. So it's up to Bernie there. and her to stop him. And what happens is they are able to knock him down the stairs and stab him through, and Joe McHale is dead. They take the mask off. It's Joe McHale. He's dead. And they go up to the Aurora Borealis, and she basically begs for her life back. And it doesn't happen. And Bernie is like, I'm going to be sad without you. And that, you know, um, I was actually going to end my life. And you actually saved me and all this stuff. It was a really sweet moment. It's a really sweet moment. And they share this thing. And she's like, I'm not your Clarence. You are mine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you basically helped me. And uh, she's like, I, I know we'll probably you probably won't remember me. My life is going to end now anyways. But she's like, maybe you can say hi to me again. Yeah, that's really it's sweet. really nice, but like, it doesn't go of, back. It doesn't go back, no. But there's a lot of endearing moments in this movie that just, it's like, okay, you go through the, the slash and, you know, the hack and slash and the blood and stuff. And then you go through some comedy and then you go through the endearing moments. I mean, this movie is all over the place. And the message about like them saying, you know, you matter. Yeah. You know, your life matters. It's is, a very is really sweet, nice, nice thing. Uh, so it's this movie is all over the place. It's so odd. But they hear the clapping. Yeah, they hear. This they hear is where they clapping. hear the clapping, and they said, "Well, we we got to take out this fucker. We got to take him out." Well, they see that he's having the tree ceremony after all these deaths, and what's really odd is people are giving him gifts, and he's throwing them in the trash, and he also has a naughty and nice list, and his brother is on the naughty list because he asked for a transfer out of the town. Yes, yeah, so he had he kills he him, kills his brother <laughs> on he stage, stabs him through the throat. Yeah, and uh, two like white guard, like white dressed guards, guards or something like. They, they look be- like the angels. The, the I guess killer. yeah, they're all white. They look like they're an insane asylum. They uh, do. People. Yeah. Uh, they they pull him away after he kills him, and you're just watching a crowd full of people just watching, and it's yeah. a small crowd. 
But then this is where the weirdest shit starts happening. So weird. It turns out they all have green eyes because he has them in a trance. Yeah, they don't really um, embellish on this. It, there's no way to and it doesn't make any sense. I mean, they're just in a trance. Their they're eyes like are has glowing a hold on everybody. green. And I'm like, wait a minute, did this just turn into Justin Long has powers? What yeah. the hell is happening they're here? They're suggesting that Joe McHale was killing people for him because he was under his spell yeah I, this doesn't make any sense they never ever ever embellish on this they never give you any any further insight on this it's there just they're no all way. in a freaking zombie like trance the town and so he's reading off the naughty list and then so here come bernie and winnie and they come running up and they're like you motherfucker you know you have to die you know you're a freaking killer whatever um, and eventually, after a, a scuffle... Well, they bring him on stage, and they, he's... Uh, he, they, they tell him, oh, we killed your friend. We yeah, killed Joe McHale. We killed your friend. Oh, we killed him, you motherfucker, and you're next, or whatever. But what's really funny is he keeps calling, like, what's-her-face a freak? You know, oh, oh the weird one. Oh, you yeah. hooked up with the weirdest one of us. Like, who are you to say anybody's weird? Yeah. Look at you, man. Also, they, it's also kind of a reference that he knows something about their mother and father breaking up. And that she... Yes. That she was like, oh, your mother. How's your mother doing? Yeah, you know? it's like he knows that she's like... A, I didn't understand promiscuous that. and running around or something like that. I don't know. I it didn't seems get like it. he knows everything about the town. But it that even doesn't even matter. It's like so ridiculous. So well, then they have a scuffle. Well, Bernie, it's really cool. It's actually a good moment. Bernie beats the shit out of him or punches him. Yeah, and that was he's fun. like, he, he, Justin looks so great. I can't say it enough in the scene. He's so funny. But uh, then they start just sharing punches on Justin Law. I'm here now. Let's have some fun. Yeah, Until it was they amazing. knock him off the stage. And then everybody's kind of broken out of their trance. And they come for him, and they start, like, grabbing at him, but no one does anything. He just gets back on the stage. Yeah. And when that's happening, the, the wife, his wife attacks them, and they're able to knock her down. And then they just kill Justin Long. Yep. It's funny. I mean, it's weird. Justin I Long thought that they were going to do something really fun, like when she punched him, his big-ass teeth were going to be, like... They're like knocked out or well, he, something. Well, people when they hit him and he kind of gets knocked down a little bit, the the two guards come over to pick him up and he goes, "Don't touch me. This is cashmere." <laughs> Get your fucking hands off me. This is cashmere. Get off me. Don't embarrass me. Okay? I can handle this. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, you like it rough, huh? But the best part is like, I mean, why give him this this comical like these teeth are so because it's wild. I, I bet he asked for it in particular, and why? I it's, it works. It's so funny <laughs> that it just works. It's just oh so wild. It's but yeah, they kill him, and uh, they this moment they're like, we did it, and you could tell the, the like everything starts sparking, and then she's like, you can go now. I'll miss you, and then the two of them make out yeah they do and they like as, as the blip happens where she's getting you know going back to her own timeline so she wakes up in her bed in that god-awful tracksuit that paris hilton tracksuit so ugly yeah. and so she runs down the stairs mom dad yippee yippee um and so 
you know, she's so thrilled. Everything's back to normal. Her brother comes down the stairs, hugs, freaking out, so happy. Her father gives her a camera, brand new camera, because hers was shattered when she killed Justin Long. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so... And they say sorry. They They're say like, sorry for being shits to we you. We shouldn't have hit it. It was, it's a hard thing that we were trying to move on from, but we should be able to talk about it. Yeah. It's not done enough. It, especially how bad they were to her the night before and what they said. It should have been a little... They should have done something a little more serious for that scene. Yeah. It felt too fake. It almost felt like she was in a, a fake moment. Yeah, Like, I really thought there was going to be another yeah. twist. Like, yeah, like a dream, like, felt weird. Yeah, yeah. It, it was weird. It just felt too fake, and it should have been a little more powerfully done. But she's saying hi to everybody, and she's seeing everybody, and she's happy. Yeah, and then the ants walk in and stuff, Aunt Gail and all that. And so nothing happens then. She's just like, okay, we're going to sit down and have Christmas. Nope. She jumps up and she's like, oh my God, Bernie. So she runs to Bernie's house. We have the moment from the original It's a Wonderful Life where yeah. she's running around and saying, hey, movie yeah. house. Yeah. Oh, hey, Good morning. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, she sees, the, uh, she sees the stoner and she says, you look great in that outfit. <laughs> And she gets to Bernie's house and Bernie is like, what, what, what are you doing here? And she's like, you matter. Don't hurt yourself. And she like basically tells her, hey, I want to be your friend. We're going to watch some movies. And we're going to have breakfast. Well, well, the twist is she's like, what are you doing here? And then she says, well, like, um, listen to me. Give me a moment. And she starts laughing. She goes, I remember. But basically it's, it's reference that she also remembers everything that happened. Yeah. And that's when she says, we're going to do this, get dressed, we're going to go to my house, have all, everything, you're going to be a part of my life. And they kind of shut the door. I actually thought they were going to go for an intense joke. Yeah. Like, they were going to just bang. Like, I, I just, because they, like, that romantic kiss, it was built up in a way where you feel it. Yeah. And you didn't, when they really did, you were kind of shocked. It was really sweet, Like, holy though. shit, they did it. And then uh, I thought they were going to have a joke about, like, oh, just Full on going I at know. it into the house. I, I mean, thought they were going to do I'm that. I'm kind of glad because, like, I feel like the moments that they, they shared were, like, they were sweet. So, like, to do a stupid, silly joke like that would be too forced. It, I think it was so silly anyways the that they should have went over the place. for it. It was just all That's over why, the like, place. They needed to do Like, they needed to make up their minds. Is this a straight-up joke, like, comedy, like, thing? Or is this a serious, like wanting to be hard drama type thing it's so all over the place it that really it doesn't is. really connect and work overall no but it it was oddly fun it was fun there's a lot of fun scenes in this movie and there's a lot of endearing scenes in this movie but then it got really really ridiculous yeah that end stuff with, with justin long having powers yeah and i didn't stay for the we didn't stay for the credits i don't know if there was like another twist or if there was some kind of weird thing oh. there could have been I don't know, but I would say that the power stuff, all that odd stuff was just too weird. It was too much. And it did not fit, and it felt like it came out of nowhere. Like, someone wrote a Mad Libs, and they were just like, hey, what if we had powers? Yeah. What if What if the Aurora Borealis gave her this thing? I really wish there was some kind of swamp gas, and we're like, oh, there's actually something more to it. <laughs> like, I, like, I cannot praise Happy Death Day enough mm-hmm. for having all these unique ideas where they're like, oh, there's actually some kind of quantum physics thing that happened. And then the second one was like, oh, yeah, there's a whole thing. There was a science experiment that went wrong. <laughs> but it was in the background. You didn't need to know it unless you paid attention. Yeah. And they could have done something funny here with the swamp gas or or made a joke that referenced the Christmas vacation. Like, they should have done more references to 
Christmas properties. Yeah. And it would have been really good. Like, if they took it serious with the... Because I love the serious the stuff. Like, the stuff with her, with the people matter type of thing. And, yeah. And that non-bullying stuff. I, I, I really enjoyed that. I actually thought it worked really well. It's just that the movie around it was so wacky. I think if they did that, because Happy Death Day did that, too, where it's a silly movie... But the characters feel like they actually have some to- like weight and and like a motivations, and you actually care about what's going on with her. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could have been this too if they just embraced like Hallmark movies and it made it more wacky. Like I, I think they could have done something great where like she was in a in a Hallmark movie, you know, I that she so woke too. up in a Hallmark movie with a killer. That. Yes, and- I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that for sure because Hallmark movies are like any minute. All these Hallmark movies are the same. Like any minute, there's going to be a freaking killer blasting through the freaking window. That's and I wanted that. I, I wish they would have done every like famous Christmas movie, somehow merged it into it and kind of had tropes and stuff like that yeah. and kind of dealt with all that. Yeah. Because if they would have done that swamp gas thing, Gabe, is the reason it yeah. all happened, that could have been really fucking funny. Yeah. And it could have set up his death instead of the way they did it. Yeah, I mean, they were there. There's a lot here that was lacking, not enough of things and too much of other things. Um, but I feel overall that like it, th- this was just a hot mess. I mean, it really was. Like there was just so much going on that you didn't know how to feel because like one moment you were feeling like, oh, this is a really sweet, endearing moment, and then oh my god, turn around, there's a killer, and then you're all jacked up again, and it's it just it's all over. It's all over. Yeah. Well, so uh, what we uh, I don't think I don't think there's probably enough reviews to well, even do it. I, I doubt there's like a ten. There so is, to do your se- there is a ten. There stuff? is a ten. Oh, I can't wait. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. You and, wanna your segment is called uh, my segment is called why we can't have nice things, and uh, this is where I read one one star review and one ten star review, um, for pe- from people on IMDb who really have no idea how to review movies. Bottom line. But anyway, I did find a one ten star review, but it's yeah. Okay, here we go. Freaky, but Christmas themed. This was way better than I expected. Horror comedies have never been my favorite genre in horror, but this now this is one of my favorites. I had only watched this oh I I had only watched the OG film when I was young, so I was going into this kind of blank. But from what I remember, this horror spin really fit the bill. I will say the kills do look fake, but that never really bothered me, except when my friend pointed it out to me when I was watching the movie. Jane Whittup and Justin Long were really good. They went up and beyond in every scene. I also love the romance plot line. That was a really nice touch to the story. Truly, I know this might now be for this might not be for everyone but for me and my friend we had a really fun time so that's a 10 okay and that's not bad i mean that's that's the problem though it's like it's fun so it must be perfect what right. like what's like i i don't understand people when they see that there's a number scale and you can pick different numbers why do they only see 10 and 1 yeah like what is, what is going on is the middle blanking out in their mind yeah i don't get it what, I don't what do they think that. those numbers mean? The majority of the the reviewers on IMDb are just looking at the ones or the tens. There's nothing in between for them. I, I, I it's crazy. Wild. So I mean, I, there are some that do in betweens, but you know, those people are are probably you know thinkers. 
These people are just like, okay, what's the first thing that pops it, into my head? Yeah, I had Here a good time, is. so it must be perfect. Now, yeah. let me ask you, did you actually find a one? Yes, I did. Now, I have to guess. All right, I'm going to have to guess. Is this one of those right-wing type of things where they're like, I'm mad about the woke stuff? Well, I'm, I'm reading this for the first time. Oh, I just, I, I'm, I'm going to guess. I, I had, when I was watching it, I was like, I can see that some fucking the uh, conservator or something and they're going to go, Oh man, God damn. It's in every movie now, you know? And I could see that so fast. I don't, okay. So go ahead and read it. Let me, I just, my guess. Okay. So this was I mean, seen better film on teeth. If you're going in seen, seen better film, film on, on teeth. teeth, like, Oh my God. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's not a really strong no. title, but okay. If you're going in looking for a good time and a no brainer, don't bother. This title is as good as it gets. Number one, no inventive kills. Super lazy, boring, just boring. These actors are just terrible. The lead broad couldn't act her way oh, out God. of a paper bag. The lifetime and sci-fi actors run circles around these clowns. Wow. Mystery Movie Monday is the only way anybody should pay for this. Justin Long is the only good thing about this movie. Think about that before paying your money. And Joel McHale, stick to guest spots on The Masked Singer. Good lord, you seem like you could be funny, and this film should have been an easy, easy fun horror flick. But it is not. It is painful to sit through. All right, I'm I'm shocked that it's not uh, someone mad about the uh, what someone might say woke or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, there's uh, two actually. There's two one star reviews. The other one doesn't say anything about that either. I'm kind of really shocked. Well, I guess I should know better that a lot of people that watch these kind of movies aren't really in that kind of base. Mm -hmm. But I think that you see a lot of it. If this was a comic book movie, if we were reading one star and 10 star during like the Marvels, mm -hmm. then I guarantee you would have been that. Um, yeah. Um, so what do you, okay. So I guess my question now moving on to a segment is, uh, is this the worst movie ever made? No, no, no it's not. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, but what would you give it out of 10? Well, I'm going to say out of 10, this is a mediocre film. I feel like I did have a good time watching it. We did laugh a lot. We looked over at each other and smiled and kind of nudged each other. And, and we there, had a good, couple good laughs. We had a couple good laughs. There were some endearing moments. The acting was not bad. Justin Long was over the top because he was supposed to be. It was fun. Yeah, and it, it was funny and it worked. I'm giving this a five. Yeah, this is one of those movies where the scale kept moving back and forth. Yeah. You know, I, at one point I was like, oh my God, is this going to be like a six? Is this really fun? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I was having fun, especially with Justin Long. I was like, this is so silly and so much fun that I cannot wait to see more of this character. Yeah. But then it kept moving down when the plot kept doing dumb shit. Mm -hmm. But I would never say this is under a five and I would yeah. never say it was bef um, above. So I would definitely have to say a five as well. Mediocre. Yeah. I'll probably forget we saw it in a couple, like a year. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'll remember this film. If it's like on, on Shutter TV when I turn it on, I'll go. Yeah, I'll leave it on. It's fun, yeah, and yeah. it definitely could be a fun Christmas movie. Like just to watch as a silly, especially for horror fans who yeah. are looking for Christmasy movies. I mean, I would watch this movie again. I would. I wouldn't mind it. I mean, there's. I wouldn't like, mind it, but I know I would forget. Yeah, almost towards the end, it got really ridiculous with the you know the the mind uh, 
you know whatever was going whatever on was going yeah. on mind control or whatever but still like overall as a movie i i laughed i i thought it was entertaining and that's what i got for you yeah i agree uh yeah so now i guess that's a question this was the five uh we have to go on to something we haven't done because last month we actually did movies that we really like that are bad movies yeah, but so that we have to go back to our list of ranking what is the worst movie ever made since we started doing that. Last year we skipped it for about four movies, movies because we like those movies. We didn't add those to the list. But now we have 10 films. This will be the 10th film to put on this list. Okay, well, I can tell you with 100% certainty that Annihilation is still the worst movie ever. Yeah, of course. Uh, but the real question is where does this movie fit in the top 10? I'm guessing it's going to be in the five and up. So yeah. we have, so far, what you have is number five, you have Exorcist Believer. Exorcist Believer. Mm -hmm. Carnival of Souls, the remake. Street Fighter. Firestarter, the remake. And Mortal Kombat 2021. Okay, well, I think this movie was better than all those. You think it's better than Mortal Kombat 2021? And Firestar? Oh, it's definitely better than Firestarter. Okay. I'm going to say it's between Firestarter and Mortal Kombat. Put it in there. Yeah, because Mortal Kombat 2021, I think we're both agreeing that we are it, a little too harsh on it. Yeah, we but came... But it's not we, that great, and it's not the worst. No, but it grew, it grew on us a little bit. So, yeah, put it between Firestarter and Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I think that, that I agree with you. This is number nine on that list so yeah. far. Yep. Okay. All, All right. right. So, yeah, that's uh, our first movie of uh, December. Uh, I'd say thank you for listening, guys. This is a crazy one. Uh, I hope people get to see it, uh, just to check it out, to see what they think. And if you do, I would love to hear about it. Uh, hit us up on social media, uh, Just Another Movie Night and Crafty Misfit. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, yeah, thank you. And next week, we're going to be doing another wildly weird Christmas film that we've found. <laughs> so I can't wait. Uh, thank you, and have a good one. You'll be safe now. Hi, I just wanted to get serious for one second. Uh, this movie brought up a good point. It's really good to talk to somebody when you have thoughts of depression or thoughts of hurting yourself. Um, especially during these holiday months. It gets the hardest and it's really sometimes hard to, to not feel alone or depressed or stressed. But there are good people out there. If you can't find somebody to talk to, you feel like you can't talk to anybody, please, please, please reach out to somebody at places like the Suicide Hotline Prevention Lifeline. You know, you could call them at any time it, just, to, just to voice that you're having feelings, just to get it out there because you should never be alone. So please, please reach out to one 800 273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. If you're feeling depressed or lonely, don't be. Reach out. Talk to somebody.